Welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew of hot drink. Today it's tea and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, we know it's cheesy, but it is true and it is what day 171. It is also Tea Week as I have mentioned. We are on the Dilma single serve teas this week. And Harry is away in Brisbane, so that is why the audio is bad. Don't let that deter you though, because there is some goodness in this devotional today. Power through, I promise he'll be back in only four days after this, and then you can have some sweet, sweet, dulcet Harry tones back in your ears. But let's quickly talk about the scriptures we'll be talking and reading today. Psalm 76, Acts 13 verses 42 to 52, Acts 14, verse 1 to 7, 1 Kings 7, 23 to 51, and chapter 8, verses 1 to 21. So we're in Psalms, Acts, and 1 Kings today. But before we get into that, let's talk about our brew. As I said already, single serve Dilma. I have today peppermint leaves. I thought I'd go on the uh, flora and fauna theme. Yesterday we had chamomile flowers. Today we're having peppermint leaves. Ultimately tea is just leaves and flowers anyway, I think. Who knows? Maybe some herbs in there too. But it's not just peppermint. I've had many peppermint tea. Have I ever had a peppermint leaf tea? Not sure. It says all natural sparkling mint. So here we go. I want to see if this tastes any different than any normal peppermint tea. Haven't had a sip yet. It's been sitting here. Oh, if you're watching on YouTube, my coaster stuck to my mug. But here we go. Let's give it a go. Is it peppermint just with a fancy name or is it something different? I'll tell you soon. Yeah, look, it's just peppermint tea. It's just peppermint tea. And I would say it's not a strong one at that. I would say it's probably one of the weaker peppermint teas I've ever had. Great aftertaste, lovely aftertaste, but that first taste, pretty weak. A little bit like the chamomile flowers. Maybe there's a theme going on. Maybe they're trying to make up for the lack of flavor with some more words on their flavor names. Either way, I love a good cup of tea, so I probably will finish that knowing me. But enough of the brews, let's get into the Bible. Have you ever considered what we mean when we all talk as Christians about the presence of God. Because God is omnipresent, right? Everywhere and with us always. He promises never to leave us or forsake us. So why then do we pray for his presence? Why do we pray, God, come and fill us with your presence? Why do we pray for the presence of God to be present in our church services and in our meetings and all of those kinds of things? Why do we pray for the presence of God? Because there is a difference between his omnipresence and his manifest presence. His manifest presence is a tangible sense of the presence and power of God. When the presence of God comes into a room, there's an increased sense of his presence. And we know that the Holy Spirit is there. Now, the Bible has quite a long journey with the presence of God. Now, we know that Adam and Eve started with God walking in the cool of the day every day. They had full access to his presence. But then sin separated us from God and the presence of God was no longer freely available to people. 
It encountered specific people. It filled specific people. And then in the days of Moses, they put it in the Ark of the Covenant. Now, initially, when God brought the Israelites out of Egypt, fun fact, he desperately wanted to encounter the people himself. They were too afraid. And so they said, Moses, Moses, will you be our conduit? God was gutted. Moses was gutted. And the presence of God ended up in a place called the Ark of the Covenant, basically a box that they would carry around on their shoulders. Now for hundreds of years, the Ark of the Covenant housed the presence of God all the way up until Solomon's time, when the temple of the Lord was built. We're gonna read about that soon because then it became accessible in the temple. But when Jesus died on the cross, the curtain was torn in two, which was a symbolic moment, a prophetic moment of the availability and accessibility of God's presence to his people once again. You see, when the presence of God was in the temple, only the best of the best priest was able to access that presence once a year in the Holy of Holies. But when Jesus died and the curtain tore in two, it was God saying, no, my presence is available for everyone. And 50 days later, the Holy Spirit came upon the people of God and the presence of God became available, not just in a physical temple, but in our bodily temples as well through the Holy Spirit. And so today, I, I froth over this stuff, so I hope you don't mind me taking you on the journey there. But today, in the beginning of our psalm, we see the psalmist longing for the presence of God. The psalmist talks about Jerusalem, also known as the, in this scripture is Salem or Zion. Salem was known as Jerusalem, Salem, and Zion was a picture of Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem. It was known for housing the presence of God. And so when the psalmist cries out for a blessing of Jerusalem, and that, by the way, was a part of Jewish culture, to reach out and long for Jerusalem, not because it was a special city, but because it housed the presence of God. It's interesting to note in this psalm, by the way, a little side note, that an encounter with God came, with an encounter with God came the fear of the Lord a recognition of his power, his authority, his judgment, and his majesty. The psalmist longed for it, encountered the presence of God, and then was in awe overcome with a holy fear of the Lord. Now we see in Acts so many times, the people filled with the presence of God, the Holy Spirit. And you see today in the scripture that our people who stood, our people of God who stood and spoke out were full of the Holy Spirit. And there was evidence to the fact they were bold. They spoke out boldly. They were effective. The word of God spread. People were saved. Despite fierce opposition, signs and wonders took place and they were unshaken. The power of the Holy Spirit in them was greater than the power against them. And in 1 Kings today, oof, we see a significant moment for the presence of God. The glory of the Lord filled the temple. This was the moment when the presence of God was transferred from the Ark of the Covenant into the Holy of Holies in the temple. Up until now, it had been carried around on shoulders, but because they had built a house according to God's specifications with a spirit of excellence and intentionality, as we talked about yesterday, 
because it was built that way, God housed himself in that temple. And the scripture says, when the priests withdrew from the holy place, the cloud filled the temple of the Lord. And the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled his temple. Ah, what a powerful image. And you know what? We see that today when the people of God gather with a purity of heart and with faith. We see that glory. We too are temples. We read this in the Bible that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. His glory can dwell in us. But he fills a clean vessel. And that's where Jesus comes in. The blood of the lamb washing us, making us worthy. And once we have received that cleansing through repentance and salvation, with a humble heart and with faith, we can say, come Holy Spirit and fill me with your presence. All right, time for verse of the day. Acts chapter 13 verse 52 says this, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. We often see people filled with joy and filled with the Spirit. Feeling down? Need some joy? Don't seek joy. Seek the bringer of joy. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life afresh today. And that's it for the Daily Brew. Thank you so much for having me once again. I hope you are encouraged to seek out his presence in your life and in yourself today. If it's the start of your day, have a wonderful day. And if it's the end of the day, good night, sleep tight, have a peppermint tea, and we'll see you here tomorrow for day 172 of the Daily Brew. Bye.